Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'd love to stick around, but I've got to go. All right? Hi, Steve. Now listen, I'll be back. All right? I don't want you guys fretting. I'll be back soon. I'll come back with Tales of New York, okay? Donna, you hear that, right? Donna, I sure something. do. I didn't realize my mic wasn't on. Can I Sorry ask you a question? That. Just right. a little housekeeping. Did you yeah, hear the beginning yeah. of Steve's um, quest- statement, or did, it, did you feel like he joined late? Uh, he said... Uh, uh, Steve, uh, I'm going to turn you off. Say something. Uh, hey, bye. One, two, three. I'm going to leave you guys now. Love oh, you. Oh, he's coming through the mic when you're shutting off his exactly. mic. Exactly. So we got to work. Oh. So, all right. I'll mute while I'm gone in case anybody else comes and squats. Mute, in this Steve Patterson. Okay, right. bye. We'll talk. Bye now. Talk soon. All See right. You. Bye then. Okay. So I'm going to let bye. engineering know that. I cool. know some people emailed to say, hey, we heard Steve during the commercials. And I said, that's weird. I thought I had him turned off. Oh. We're having some weird things where he's coming through no matter what. Thought he'd never leave. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to talk music. Talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, first I want to give Britney Spears fans a heads up that her book, her memoir, which is supposed to be super duper uh, bombshelly, juicy, uh, has been postponed. It's being delayed due to a lack of paper. Okay. I mean, what? So she's getting $15 million for this book. It's a deal with Simon and Schuster. And uh, it was said to be part of a like months long bidding war from all the publishing houses for the rights to her autobiography. Um, So she's got it all down. But there's all these manufacturing upheavals that have resulted in this paper crunch in the publishing industry. And some people are saying, you know what? I've been doing this for 25 years. I've never seen a market like this before. Um, it's, it happened much faster than anybody expected because of COVID. But what's curious to me is apparently it didn't, affect Simon and Schuster's distribution of the official Britney Spears coloring book, which was released back in November. So that Mm. is available, but yeah, there you go. I don't know what the release date of the book will be, but I'll follow that story closely in the newsroom. Thank you. Good uh, good job, Donna. Thanks a lot. Good Um, job, Donna. Thank you. Did you now? were you at a concert? 
I was. I saw the. Uh, there was such. There's so many concerts this weekend. There was Alan Jackson Friday night at the X. Brandy Carlisle Saturday at the oh, X. Oh, so good. Um, Roger Waters was uh, Saturday at Target Center. I thought he was coming at a later date. No, Donna. Why didn't we go? I asked you if you wanted to go, and you said no. I didn't know it was like coming up. Oh, um, oh yeah, I do want to. Pat go. Benatar was at Rib Fest. I mean, it was a crazy weekend. I'm probably forgetting a couple. But anyways, I went and saw Roger Waters, a former Pink Floyd guy. Who'd you go with? Sarge. Was it The Wall? It was not The Wall. It was not. Uh, I've seen him three times now. I've seen he did, he did a Dark Side tour. He did a Wall tour. This one was just kind of a random, you know, amalgamation of of uh, various Pink Floyd songs over the years and a couple of Roger Waters songs. It is. Here's the deal. Uh, Chris Schneider in the paper said it was his favorite time seeing him ever. I I. Can't say I disagree. He brings, he puts a budget into these things. It's a, it's like a Broadway production yeah. on a giant scale. Um, this yeah. time he had like a four-way uh, video screen that came down on the stage like a cross, kind of like a, you know, like a cross. Uh, and um, on all the video screens were images and they weren't the same on every side. It was just larger than life. And it told stories and it gave lyrics and uh, it just uh, had images. So good. He, I mean, he's 78. He still sounds great. He did. He looks good too. Yeah. Um, Laser show. I remember sending you a picture. Yeah, you did. Um, Thanks. I didn't, but I didn't, I guess I didn't remember you were at the Roger Waters show. I just saw a laser light show at Target Center or whatever. You know. I don't know if you guys, if you guys are, this sounds good to you. Maybe you missed your window. Maybe he won't come back when he's 83 or whatever. But if you get a chance to see him, it is amazing. I will say if you are offended by, let's say, uh, politics, politics, you're probably not going to enjoy the show because it is right in your face from note number one. He's Um, very like supportive of like the military uh, I feel well, perhaps. I mean, he basically one song he put up faces of American presidents, uh, from like uh, Clinton to the present, calling them war criminals and explaining why they were. So I don't know if that, uh, um, is the case, but yeah, okay, you know, maybe I remembered it differently. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the wall, I felt like then the wall actually, which is like the album cover, right. Mm-hmm. And then he pops up in different places of the wall. Yeah, did you see that tour? At like yes, X? it was yeah, my it was favorite show I've ever been to in my life. No, he has an. Uh, he hires. He's amazing, a showman. He's a great performer. Uh, video editors and uh, live, you know, uh, musical production that just puts together this show that is uh, it's something else. Well, when I went to, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about Roger Waters, formerly of Pink Floyd great performer and then like all these pictures of various people started popping up exactly on the screen and it was like what is happening and of course you know everyone's getting a contact high because everybody's yeah. like no a very similar thing lighten uh, up their dubs saturday um uh very well now everything is edible so there's not a lot of smoke you know, right but, um same thing, just these uh, images that haunting images. In a way, I guess my if I were to have one complaint is that so many of the things on screen were a bummer. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh. yeah. He's uh, trying to make a point. So that, uh, you know, at some point you're like, wow, I'm totally bummed out, even though the music is great. Um, but I think I appreciate that he has uh, he has a pulpit. He has a voice. Mm-hmm. He has uh, an audience and he's going to speak his truth. Yeah. And if you don't want to come, then you don't come. Yeah. You don't buy a ticket. But I mean, the songs are unbelievable. Oh, yeah. He played Wish You Were Here. Oh, and, I love that uh, one. Uh, How about damage. shine on you crazy he did diamond? Play that. I he played love have that. a cigar. It was uh, oh. it was pretty great. Um, across the river that same night, Brandy Carlisle. I did not talk to any friends that went. I know uh, salesperson Liz here is like a super fan. Yeah, uh, my oh, friend Sarah's so a super fan. Uh, I'll have to check in with them. But a John Bream in the paper said it was great, and B Brandy Carlisle has like tweeted twice now about how like blown away she was by that show. She's like. Last she's like the day after she's like last night was the best show on this tour yes! maybe my favorite show ever Minnesota it was sold out I mean she is a, a stunner she puts on a show she is yeah extremely talented oh what I a weekend great well that was I my cleaned my house <laughs> for seven hours and it's still not done really? dang yes Rocco oh you having people come over uh, yes I have family coming and friends. In a couple of weeks. So I'm trying to come up with stuff to do. Anyway, at some point, I am going to ask listeners to offer up some ideas. Okay. Not today. We Not won't do it today. today. We got a lot of stuff to get to. You know what? I watched a couple of documentaries that I wouldn't mind telling you about. That's cool. And guess what I did? What? I finished a couple shows last night. Let's talk TV and stuff. All right. Let's do that when Bye. we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We've got DJ Rock Lobster hanging with us. Steve had to step away for a little bit because he's, you know, he's big timing us per use. He's in New York doing a little something with Kelly and Ryan. You know, the whole thing. Anyway. We'll get through it, Rocco. But you know, we rarely get to talk to you about what you're <laughs> what, what you're just watching. Happened? I don't know. I thought a spider was on my leg. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm a professional. Please don't try this at home. Uh, yeah. So I almost went and watched an episode of The Bear last night. Oh yeah, I finished it last night. Um, Did you love it? I do love it. It's although I'll tell you something. Uh, I have the same problem with uh, stra- not stra- well, Stranger Things, um, Only Murders in the Building. Okay. It finished, season one finished, and I was like, oh, cool. I love how that wrapped up. I could be done with this. But no, it's been picked up a second season. I think, you know, Steve had a great point. He said, you know, sometimes these shows get picked up for two seasons automatically but they don't announce it to the public and then they go oh it's been oh, right. renewed That's for a second season but no i loved so the bear if you're just joining us on hulu eight episodes they're all you know half hourish okay. one's like 20 you know one's like 40 it's okay i mean like that um but it's about uh it's about uh, a, a t- chef, italian right? beef restaurant in chicago a kind of an old school sandwich place and uh the chef who runs it now um, is the brother of the old guy that used to own it. And he's like a classically trained chef. And so he brings sort of his classically trained chef uh, rules and recipes to this old school sandwich place. And, uh, you know, it's about 
It's about that. It's about family. It's is about, it scripted or unscripted? It's scripted. Um, so it's the, not a reality show. It's a scripted no, show. It's okay. scripted. It's super good. I think the um, I'm going to look up the main guy's name. I did not watch Shameless. Did you? Yeah, I did, but I never finished it. I watched the first two because or three the main seasons. guy is named Jeremy Allen White. He's a handsome guy with kind of messy hair, um, and he's great. Everybody's great. Um, I think I think this is a show I would endorse to anybody. Okay, um, and especially if you funny? ever worked in a restaurant, you know it's got moments of you know it's not like a comedy, but it's uh it's got moments of levity. And I think if you ever worked in a restaurant, you might find it interesting. Okay, um, I yeah, never especially, have, especially in a kitchen. Okay. Oh yeah, I recognize this guy right away. He's sure. very good. I think we'll see him in some uh, Emmy nominations maybe next year or something. But yeah, so it was one of those where it wrapped up, and I was like, oh okay, well. Uh, yeah, it's going to come back. I would have been fine if it just ended there, but I can see why they're going to move forward with That's it. That's the thing. Sometimes I feel that way. Like, do I? I still haven't finished Stranger Things. You know, for the longest time, I watched season one and I thought, okay, that's fine. I'm going to be done with it. The only reason I'm kind of watching it now is because my uh, 11 year old wants to watch it. So are you starting all over uh, again? No, we're just, uh, we're starting at two, season two. Okay. And yeah, we're sort of debating whether or not it'll be too scary for an 11-year-old. It's Most scary. people tell me it will be. It, yeah. This season is really disturbing. Yeah. Like some really adult type of mm, visuals. Yeah. And a lot of my um, friends are like, you know, what we did is we pre-screened it. And then when we did watch it with the kids, we sort of skipped past some certain things. That, that sounds, sounds like, like a, a lot, lot of work. work. Yeah. <laughs> parenting i know yeah who has time for it so yeah my i would say yes to the bear i finished another show on hbo max called irma vep which is sort of about filmmaking and these people that are making a a vampire uh show in france i'm gonna say no on that i i can't it was one of those shows that i finished just because it's like uh I put in the work. I got to. Yeah, it. that's I hate that feeling because yeah. I, I, I get like that with books sometimes where I'm like, OK, this book is going to end with like no resolution. It's just going to be some random like stopping point. But I'm like, I got to finish it. I've got like 80 pages left. Why would I abandon now? So I'm trying to get through that so I can get on to um, uh, where the crawdads sing. Oh, yeah, I really want to read that. Gotcha. What did you watch, Donna Valentine? Oh, thanks for asking. So I watched a couple of music documentaries. Um, uh, I watched Machine Gun Kelly's My Life in Pink. Okay. And which did, did you read the reviews of his show last week? No, were they bad? They're mostly bad. Yeah. Want to know something? Yeah. My friend's sister-in-law is cousins with Machine Gun Kelly, and they were backstage hanging out. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, here's, here's they kind of said he had nothing much to he kind of whined about the Internet bringing him down for the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase. It's a culture and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe for the safety minded who watch everyone's backs. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He seems like he's got some depression issues. Yeah. Um, I've known nothing about this guy. I I don't want to give anything away other than to say if you don't know anything about him. There, there's something about the way this documentary is is shot that felt like it started in the middle somewhere. Okay. And no, I didn't skip ahead by yeah. mistake. I started it from Funny. the beginning. It's just, it's just very strange storytelling. And here's where I'm at on it. I went like I was gonna do a quiz for Lori and Julia with like musicians that were playing in town and i went to go find a song of his that they might recognize and i was like i don't know none of these songs are any good right he's got like one good one yeah and I think we it, just heard one a few minutes ago but yeah i mean and he went from being a rapper then he tried to get into rock like pop rock does and it talk about it because he played tommy yeah. lee in the dirt right and he was great they barely mention it in that's this the movie. first time i'd ever heard of him i was like who's this guy playing tommy lee he's oh. amazing i, I know who he was than pam, the, better than the guy in pam and tommy i thought i don't know he was good yeah, yeah he was definitely good you know and he's got a lot going for him he's got brands and, and this and that he's got a daughter and he wants to be a really good father and his own uh, father pass, passed away, and he hardly even talks about his relationship with Megan Ke- uh, Megan Kelly, Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. You don't even hear from her really in this docu documentary, excuse me, <clears throat> called Machine Gun Kelly: and My Life in on? Pink. A Hulu. Okay, it's on Hulu. And then I watched the Shania Twain documentary. I will save that for tomorrow. Let's do it. We might play a game when we come back. Maybe Steve won't even be here. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out together what's going to happen. But if you want to give us a call, just in case six five one six four one one zero seven one, maybe we'll play against each other. We'll find out when we come right back. All right, we're back. At least uh, I am. And DJ Rock Lobster in the house. Uh, Steve had to step away. Yeah. So what do you think? I don't know. Want me to see if like Alexis is around? Yes. Okay. You know, why don't you talk to our uh, listener for a second? I'll grab Alexis. Oh, you're going to do that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pull up Chris. Hi, Chris. I'm probably not going to guess your age. Can you help us? Oh, you can hear Donnie yelling at Alexis. How are you doing, Chris? Good, I'm great. How are you? Good. Are you driving around? You, where are you at the office? What are you doing? Um, my office is outside. I work outside. So oh. I'm walking through the woods right Ooh. now. Ooh! How about your job? Say what more. This? What do you do? Um, I'd rather not. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> totally understand that. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to grab Alexis from the Jason and Alexis Morning Show and she's going to play the role of Steve today. So if Alexis wins, that'll be a point for Steve. Okay. That means it's my cue to look up uh, what the score is, right? That's all right, Rocco. Don't worry about it. We got a lot going on. Do we? It was 34-28 last Thursday. 
Steve probably won, so it's 35-20. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, so I should just... Uh, Mail it in. Mail it in. Mail it in. Okay, Here, I got let me it. hit Hi, the button. Friends. Hi, Alexis. Hey. Thank you for doing this. Here we go. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Um, did you guys know? I think it's National Girlfriends Day. Ooh, I like it. Oh. I looked it up. I, I didn't even look it up what it meant. I just assumed it's about, you know, celebrating your gal pal. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Who's your best gal pal, Donovan? Don't Empire? worry about it. How about you, Alexis? <laughs> I've got a few best gal pals. Just name um, one. Kelly, Kelly is one of them. Yeah, Kelly! Yay. Well, what I've done here, I've found uh, I found three uh, shows and uh, movies that are about girlfriends. Okay. And I'm going to quiz you on it. Okay. Now, let's find out from Chris who she thinks knows more about pop culture uh, movies and TV shows that have girlfriends in them. Oh, wow. I have no clue. Um... I think I'm going to go with Alexis. That's cool. Okay, I am going okay. to leave the room. Okay. We're going to get the same questions. Okay, yes. So I can't hear them, so that's why I'm leaving. Good day. Can Chris help me, or is it... Only on one... Really, you have to answer all the questions, and then at the end, if she wants to change anything, she can't. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, all right Thank good you. day. All right. <gasps> okay, Alexis. I'm nervous. I know, I we're putting you on the spot. Oh, my gosh. I think gosh. you're going to do well here. Though. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Ooh. Um... You know, and just to make you more comfortable, I'll leave, like, the annoying music off. What do you think of that? Uh, you do whatever you want, Rocco. Okay, then I'll put it back on. Um, <laughs> let's start with this one. Do you remember the show Kate and Allie from the 80s? Yeah. It starred Susan St. James and Jane Curtin. Yeah. But I want you to tell me which one was Kate and which one was Allie. Oh, my gosh. Allie was the... Wait, what? Okay, so Jane Curtin or Susan St. James? Jane was Allie. Jane was Allie. Okay, in the show uh, Grace and Frankie, which one's Grace and which one's Frankie? Um, um, Grace is Jane Fonda and Frankie is Lily Tomlin. Okay, and in Thelma and Louise, Susan Saran and Gina Davis, which one's Thelma and which one's Louise? Thelma is uh, Gina and Louise is. Yeah, the other one. The other one. There you go. Um, uh, let's find out oh what Chris thinks about your answers. Yeah, am I, uh, Chris, help. Um, I'm going to go with Alexis because I just can't think of it right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Fine. All right, um, Alexis, you chat with Chris for one second okay. while I yell at Donna. Okay, yeah. Hey, Chris, did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. I'm a crafter like you, Lex. <gasps> no way. What were you making? Um, I had my cricket out and I was making a no soliciting sign for my door. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a problem for you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Crafters unite. How do you guys do? Um, I'm terrible, I think, but Chris <laughs> does trust me, which I okay. appreciate. So I need to leave? Uh, no, no you could say. Oh, okay. Now so maybe compare answers. Okay, so. Okay, Donna. Yes. I've picked three shows slash movies about girlfriends, and I got some questions about it. Oh, no. Starts with this one. Do you remember the show Kate and Allie from the 80s? Barely. Uh, starred Susan St. James and Jane Curtin. But I want you to tell me which one was Kate and which one was Allie. Susan St. James and who? 
Jane Curtin. Kate with Susan St. James. Uh, in the show Grace and Frankie, which one's Grace, which one's Frankie? Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin. Frankie is uh, Lily Tomlin. And in the movie Thelma and Louise, which one is Thelma, which one's oh, Louise? These are good. Uh, Thelma is not Susan Sarandon. She's Louise. You know what, people? <gasps> what? You guys aced it. <laughs> I honestly had no idea on any of the questions. So that means we're tied. It means you're tied. Oh my Boy, God, you that's guys crazy. Nailed it. So I need to just sabotage this one. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Sure. Okay, yeah. All right. No, we, play... but the, now here's the problem. Oh, does then Chris get a prize? Chris will not get a prize if you oh, don't win. Oh, okay. Do you see the catch? I see the I catch. see it now. Okay. All right. I want Chris to get a prize. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, might yeah. just still give her the prize just for putting up with Steve's shenanigans. <laughs> Okay. It's tiresome. All right. Uh, and the prize is a My Talk t shirt. I was just double checking to see if we had movie passes or something, but we don't. Okay. So, cool. will you explain to Alexis how this works? So, yeah. I'm going to play an um, audio c- clue. Okay. Slash cue. I don't know. One of those words. <laughs> I think they both work. Uh, and you guys yell your name if you think you know the answer, right? Yeah. And I yes. even Chris can be part of it. I'm going to play uh, a th- some theme music from a girlfriend's TV show. Okay. And you tell me what show it is. Oh, no. And it goes like this. Alexis. Alexis. Oh, Sex in the City. Congratulations, Chris. Yay! Woo! She's a crafter too, Donna. Of course. She oh was my God! Doing cricket over the weekend. See, it worked out for both of you. I love it. Not so much for me, uh, Alexis. Thank oh you so much. I just fun. literally yelled down the hall, Alexis, can you help us? And here you are to the rescue. Anytime. So thank I love you, you both. Thank you. Oh, Good we job. love Thanks, you, Alexis. Bye, Thanks, Alexis. Yay! So, Yay, yeah, Chris, Chris. Way to go! I'll go get your. Uh, I'll get your info um, in a minute. In a minute. But thanks, yeah, <laughs> thanks for playing. Hang yes, on. thank you. Hold on a second, okay? Okay. All right, Steve. Uh, Steve, what's your name again? I'm DJ Rock Lobster. DJ Rock Lobster. Clom, 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 clom. Time for a tip. Oh, no. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Bumpy, dumpy, dumpy, dum, dum, dum. Okay, did you know, Rocco, that there is a math formula that will determine if you got up on the wrong side of the bed? Uh, you know, you're not speaking literally about getting up on the wrong side of the bed. You're saying waking up crabby. That is correct, Lobby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so someone... Did you ever see that teacher that says, sometimes I wake up crabby, other times I let her sleep in. Oh, that's yeah! Right. I got a million of them. Go ahead. So someone came up with this stupid math formula to determine if you are going to be crabby. Okay. So it takes a lot of things into consideration, including the times you spend eating breakfast, exercising, showering, Mm -hmm. and other getting ready activities like maybe doing your makeup, wrangling the kids. You also plug in the number of hours you you spent sleeping along with the specific time of day that you got out of bed and it's all packed into one mathematical equation that looks crazy, but it's not really that difficult to do. You need a piece of paper. You need a pen. Okay. Let's get, let's blow this up. Uh, I always feel like I wake up 
more tired. Not like let's say that last night I stayed up late. Hey, yeah, I watched the late night show. I had some beers. I wake up today. I might wake up today fine, but it's the next. It's like Tuesday. I'm gonna pay for Sunday night. Do you have thoughts about yeah, that? Um, yes. So you're. So- I'm saying like if you have a rough night or you stay up too late, like on Sunday, you're gonna feel it Tuesday, not Monday. <sighs> I get where you're going. That's not how my body works okay. or my brain. How do you feel about circadian rhythms? Mm, not real familiar. I haven't delved into it either, but I kind of do believe in it. I'd rather go out on a Thursday night mm-hmm. and suffer through Friday because I know that I get to sleep. Oh, sure. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Then go you. out on a Sunday. But anyway, here about that. All right. So go back uh, to your thing. So take the number. Let's do. Let's do you. Let's do some math. How many hours did you sleep last night? Really, only about five and a half because I stayed up too late watching TV. Okay, so that's I'm going to give you three. Then okay, add one. I had to wrangle a kid this morning. Is that part of it? Well, didn't get there yet. Multiply. I'm multiplying this number by the number of hours your wake up time was. So seven, eight. Oh, today? What time did my alarm go off? Yep. Like 7.30. Okay. So, okay. So wake up time was away from 7.12. <laughs> oh, multiply that number of hours your wake up time was away from 7.12 a.m. So you said eight what? I said 7.30. Oh, okay. So just I'm just going to add 15 Good minutes, job. 16, so that you're up to 20. Okay. Then you take the first number you wrote. This is bull. I feel like we're being punked. <laughs> we're totally being punked. Divided by the second number. Then you add this. Okay. If your overall total is more than 37, you woke up fine. Yeah. Guess what? I'm, How'd I do? I don't know. I gave up. Okay, me too. Sorry for wasting everybody's time. What else do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Let's talk about um, Keenan Thompson thinking SNL should end after the 50th season. Hmm. Got any thoughts? Yeah, I saw the headline. You know, I don't know. Um, the th- cool thing about SNL now is like you don't have to stay up and watch it. You can wait till like sa- Sunday morning and uh, watch it on Hulu, and it's all been curated. You know, right. it's like um, you know, oh, here, and then maybe you read the on the AV Club says here's the best skits from or last Rolling night. Stone does yeah. that too, and then yeah. you just watch those ones. Hey, Steve, Steve's back. Yeah. Guess who's back? Hey, man. I'm back. Um, I actually, let, why don't we talk a little bit more about that after the break? Because I think that Keenan makes a compelling argument as to why it should end. And it wasn't a reason that I thought. It wasn't like, you know, it's kind of cute. It's 50 years sure. after when Michaels leaves. Um, sort of an interesting thing there. Um, and, oh, I'm just so sad. My mic was down. You were reading that stupid, did you wake up on the right <laughs> side of the bed thing? I read that this morning, Donna. My brain started to cramp. There I were really calculators involved. I really wanted to have the number before mm-hmm. coming on the air, but then things got a little wonky this morning. Not sure why. It's better radio if you <laughs> just read it all out step by step because it's unbelievably complex. It's like this is dumb. Anyway, yeah, all I mean, right. Don't yeah. we just know? Did we wake up on the right side or the wrong side? You just I do. Like I woke up in the middle. I feel like I woke up on the right side of the bed. And for that, you are a brisk walker. I am. It's the Weeblo ladies. Okay. Okay. No, we're we're, mm -hmm, going to go back to the drawing board. 
We, uh, we will take a break. When we come back, we will get into that. Uh, Chris Rock also joking about the Will Smith slap. We'll hear mm-hmm. from him. Uh, all of that when we return. It's Steve in New York. It's Donna in the Twin Cities. And Rocco's in his tank, as always. You're listening <laughs> to my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve, on my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Ooh-wee. So we kind of teased this a little bit going into our commercial break about Saturday Night Live possibly ending <laughs> I love that yeah it's like the plane it's... from the movie is still in the audio um so Lauren Michaels has said that he would like to see the 50th season through before retiring or moving on or what have you and now Keenan Thompson is addressing his thoughts on that basically saying that he thinks that would be a good time too well and i think he makes an interesting point too keenan's been on the show since i believe 2003 the longest tenured cast member ever and his concern and why he thinks that could be a good time to bow out which is in what two more seasons right mm-hmm. in the 2025 yep. i think yes yeah. why why that could be a good time is once he said lauren michaels and he was talking with, uh, what is it, Charlemagne the God mm-hmm. uh, the on an interview. Yeah, and he said, like, Lorne Michaels is his own thing, right? He is, you don't mess with Lorne Michaels. He is a prolific producer at NBC, the creator of SNL, etc. Nobody messes with him. The The network execs, the uh, the people who are trying to get, you know, corp- corporate people who are trying to get ads in and all this, they don't mess with Lorne Michaels. Because he's Lauren Michaels, or if they do, they're certainly not successful. Keenan's concern, considering that, is that when he leaves, you have a big hierarchy shakeup there that would happen at SNL, and he thinks that very likely the show would be at risk of keeping the same flavor that it has, having the same budget that it has. Because he said, "Look, it's an expensive show that they put on every week." But Lauren, it's an institution, and Lauren Michaels protects that. So Keenan, in short, says, look, when Lauren leaves, the execs are going to get bloodthirsty. They're going to strip budgets. They're going to force in other so stuff. True. They're going to ruin the mojo. And so I got to thinking, and I, I think it's easy to think, well, SNL is just the kind of show like the news. It's just always going to be there. But maybe, maybe after 50 years, it's time to say goodbye to I it. think so. I, I, I kind of think so. I, I feel that same way, and I feel like this is Lorne's show. If, right. When you put it into someone else's hands and they start trying to get all, like, super crafty and changing the formula where the formula is working, even though they should shorten the show a little bit. but It should be an hour. I think it's a great idea, and then it gives someone like Netflix the opportunity to carry all the shows. It would be Peacock, probably, but... sure. You make know, a lot of money on SNL though and it'd be disappointing to see it go away because everybody's a everybody believes that their generation was the best generation with SNL right oh you should have seen the cast and at the beginning back in the 70s the 80s were the best I remember when Will Ferrell was there people were like well SNL's not funny anymore and now people look back to the Will Ferrell days like oh the Will Ferrell. so I think they've been able to do a pretty darn good job of always having a couple of big stars on the show. Not all of them go out to be a big star off the show, though many of them do. 
but they've always been able to get really good talent. That's the eye of Lauren Michaels. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep. and it's, so I feel like they could continue. They could go another 50 years. And I like that when you turn it on on Saturday night, particularly when there's been something big news and noteworthy that week, you're waiting to see what's the cold open going to be. How are they going to lampoon whatever big story it was, the weekend update? You know, how are they going to make fun of the stuff that we're all making fun of, but they'll do it funnier than we do? I would miss that, but I also think just because something's been on for 50 years doesn't mean it should be on for 50 more. And so maybe there's something clean about it going off after 50 years. I think so. I think Lauren Michaels would have thought the show would last 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he could have ever seen that oh my yeah longevity but you know what the more i think about it the more i think so whenever you get like say new management even at a a tv station a radio station a place of business whatever it is that person coming in always has ideas of what how to put their stamp on their reign so they start going well I've worked with this person and I want to bring them in. And I worked with that person yep. and we have a great relationship. So I'm going to bring him in. But the, in order to do that, I got to let that guy go. So I oh, feel it's always... like it's not a good idea. I like the idea of them ending. Just end it. Thank it you. It feels like the 40th anniversary was just a blink of an eye ago, too. Remember they had a big special. Eddie Murphy finally returned. Yes. He's oh, that was come so back good. to host. But, um, yeah, it was a big old party that they had. So... That'll be interesting. Uh, interesting to see what ends up happening there. And maybe something, there'll be another show that can be used as a stepping stone for these very talented people. And at this point, it's called the internet. You know, <laughs> it's right? YouTube, it's called yeah. YouTube. It's TikTok. called TikTok. Yeah. So I don't know what they would replace that show with unless they Remember just they start. they had Mad TV for a while. Yes. Remember Mad TV? That was good, too. I hey, like speaking of laughs, um, can you give us quick the Chris Rock uh, story? Okay, so about Will Smith. So basically, Will Smith came out with a statement apologizing to Chris Rock and his mother and his brother, and put out this video and said, you know, Chris said that he would give me a call when he's ready mm-hmm. to talk. Well, he happened to have a show like a day or two later, and so. At his show on Friday night, this was about 12 hours after Will's video was on, you know, released. Chris said um, a couple of things. He said, everyone, first of all, he referred to Will Smith as Suge Smith, <laughs> referring like to Suge Knight. Knight, who is locked up right now, um, and basically made a joke about that. Like, yeah, you know, when I was slapped by Suge Smith, <laughs> and then... He said, everybody's trying to be a bleeping victim. If everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the vi- the real victims. Then he said, even me getting smacked by Suge Smith. I went to work the next day. I got kids. And anyone who says words hurt have never been punched in the face. <laughs> so there you go. So he's kind of making light, but just letting you know, yeah, that still happened. So oh, well, we'll, we'll we we presume this is not the uh, last that we've heard from Chris Rock on the matter, nor from Will Smith. We imagine we'll hear more from both of them as time goes on. But it would be cool to see the two of them on camera at the same time, kind of like hug it out. You know, that would be kind of like healing. I get it; it's just a slap. This well, isn't war, but it would kind of be healing. They did know? this with um, 
Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield at one point had them in the same room. Maybe we'll get that from them. We'll find out, but we got to go. DJ Rock Lobster's got a dirt alert when we come right back. And then I got some cool Johnny Depp news.